This podcast is looking for good deals on great food, but sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. Let's get started with one of the most recognizable voices in sports, and that's the Kansas City area's own Kevin Harlan. On Sunday, Kevin and Olivia Harlan-Decker will become the first father-daughter duo in history to be both be members of the media at a Super Bowl. On top of that, they both hail from the Kansas City area. Olivia Harlan-Decker covered the NFL Hello. and NBA for ESPN, CBS, and Fox Sports. She now works for Sky Sports and Westwood One Radio's NFL and NCAA coverage. Olivia, so good to have you on the show. Welcome. And also joining us is Kevin Harlan, who just completed his 39th consecutive season as an NFL play-by-play announcer, and he's in his 37th season doing NBA play-by-play. The Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl on Sunday will be his 14th consecutive big game for Westwood One Radio. Kevin, always good to have you on the show. Thanks for taking some time. Steve, great to be on. Great to hear your voice. I listen all the time when I'm driving around Kansas City, so it's really a a privilege to be on, and especially with my daughter on this Friday before Super Bowl 58. No kidding. So how significant is this moment on Sunday, Kevin, when the two of you become the first father-daughter duo in history to both be members of the media at a Super Bowl? Well, clearly, I mean, anything you can do with your child in this kind of uh, environment is, you know, just <laughs> surreal. I, and and I uh, more more so than the fact we're going to be, you know, at the same place. She's been in, in Vegas all week covering it for Sky Sports and Westwood One. But but just the fact that uh, the pride uh, my wife Ann and I have for for Olivia and how she has handled her life. You know, she had a solid job with ESPN here in the States and her, her career was just humming right along. And then her husband decides to play basketball overseas. They have this little baby boy and she's had to reconstruct everything. And the fact that she's done it so successfully to me is, is just uh, almost unimaginable. And I'm so, pr- we are both so proud of how she's handled everything and the path that she's cut for herself, both as a mom, a wife, and certainly as a pro in the business. Oh, that's great. Olivia, welcome to you. Uh, It's so good to have you on the show. I'm wondering what this moment means to you as well. Well, thank you. And I have to apologize in advance. Like my dad said, I've been here all week and I'm losing my voice. (laughs) I was working the NFL honors honors red carpet last night. So I was just yelling for about two hours straight to NFL players as I was interviewing them. Um, I'm so thrilled to be here, though. This week is um, just bigger than life. I've been around so many Super Bowls and have covered Super Bowl week. This is my first time covering the actual game. But um, this Super Bowl in Vegas seems, you know, 10x any other Super Bowl I've seen. And it's been an exhausting but an amazing week to witness. Well, Olivia, what was it like growing up around a dad who was, you know, broadcasting all sorts of NFL, NBA, and college basketball games when you were a kid? Well, we would always laugh, you know, as you mentioned, all the sports he covered, he had multiple games a week. So it was hard to always track what city he was in. And my teachers at school would always ask, where's your dad this week? Where's your dad this week? 
And I have to say, I really don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Um, and, and, you know, my soccer coach or my friend's parents or something would always ask. And, you know, we'd kind of just find out when we turned on the TV on Sunday, because that was always the biggest game is what his NFL game was. And um, the part that was always memorable is when he got a home game in Kansas City and we'd all go out to Arrowhead. And that's the first time I really got a taste of what his profession actually looked like up close. And clearly it was enough to convince me to want to do the same. I was going to say, so from early on, Olivia, were you interested in getting into broadcasting and reporting on sports? Absolutely, because he showed us everyone it took to put this game on air. So we'd go in the production truck, we'd go up into the booth, and I'd see, you know, there are about five people at least who work in the booth on game day just to make sure, you know, the, the microphones, the headsets, the lights, everything's up to par in the booth and then let's say another 20 who are either in the production truck and then not to mention everyone who's in New York or LA who's getting the feed. Um, so these, these productions are huge. And I just was fascinated seeing all the people it took to get this done. Hmm. And the only people you see are the ones on air, but it's, it's such a big production. And I think that just intrigued me so much. You know, Kevin, I mentioned this is your 14th consecutive Super Bowl for Westwood One Radio. You know, to what extent have they shot by in a blur or can you recall moments from each one of them at this point? If you mentioned the game, I could definitely do that. You know, I did the Malcolm Butler interception at the yes. goal line of Russell Wilson. That was a big play and Sports Illustrated recently called that one of the top five plays in Super Bowl history. Yes. for uh, Preserving the win for the Patriots. Um, and, and I've done all the Chiefs, uh, you know, recently, and so that makes it, you know, very memorable and close to our family's heart. And being Kansas Cityans, we appreciate the fact that uh, we get the opportunity to be in this position and call this game. And I'm thrilled for Olivia, who grew up a Chiefs fan and a Packers fan, by the way, too, since <laughs> our family has roots in Wisconsin. Yep. Um, so if it's a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl, we're in trouble as, as a family. <laughs> uh, but, no, this, it's, it's, uh, it has been – it has been, and it doesn't really go in a blur. It just, you're just so appreciative every time, Steve, I put on that headset and sit in that chair and think of all the great broadcasters that have sat in that chair broadcasting this big game from Jack Buck to Lindsey Nelson and right, right. on down the line. Right. I, I just, I feel privileged every time. So you're saying the Super Bowl still has the same allure for you that it always has? Oh, my gosh. Uh, probably more each and every year. I mean, it's got to come to an end sometime. I hope it doesn't come after this season. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I realize that no one's ever done 14 in a row. And the most that any broadcaster has ever broadcast a Super Bowl is 17, and that was Buck. And, wow. um, and he did eight years and then was off a couple, then nine years. So, um, and not that, and I grew up listening to Jack Buck. So it's, it's so, and then, by the way, the first Super Bowl ever broadcast was on CBS Radio, and Tom Hedrick, the former voice of the Jayhawks, sure. who's still alive and kicking in Lawrence. I just heard from him this week, actually. Uh, you know, and I was a student under him at KU, and the chance to broadcast the game that he did brought it brought it full circle. So I'm I'm incredibly appreciative. Wow. I never take it lightly, and I I <laughs> and just always am so grateful to be in that position. We'll be right back. So, Olivia, you're working for Sky Sports now, which is an outlet over in the U.K. Your husband, as Kevin mentioned, Sam Decker, plays in the British Basketball League. What's it been like spending more time in that part of the world for you while continuing to do the work that you love so much? 
Well, we love London. I think anyone who's ever been can say it's, you know, just one of the best cities to go visit. And we feel so lucky to live there. We also feel like we've earned this great city because we put up with some not great cities as he's moved all over the world playing basketball. He was in the NBA for five and a half years. Hmm. We moved all over the States for that, um, which was a great way to kind of start our relationship and marriage and get really strong as a couple really early um, as life throws you twists and turns. Those twists and turns ultimately led us to Russia, a couple years in Turkey, and then now we're in year two in London. And the kind of interesting part about this story, which has led to this game, is that I thought, you know, I might need to put my career on pause for a minute as, you know, he still has a couple more years left in the tank. I want to be really supportive in his basketball career. And I was still going back and forth to the States to cover NFL games, college football games, college basketball games. And as luck would have it, we end up in this city that has such an appetite for NFL. Wow. And NFL in the UK is just spreading like wildfire. Obviously, they get three games a year, plus the games in Germany. And I've, I've just kind of ended up in this hotbed of NFL. So Sky Sports have all the NFL rights in the UK. And to be embraced the way I have there, I feel like I'm in this really niche spot. So I feel extremely lucky. I got a sideline report for the London games, the Frankfurt games. And then, of course, the Super Bowl now. Wow. Wow. So you have a lot of uh, frequent traveler miles is what you're saying, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But a shout out to my dad for always getting me an upgrade because no one travels more than that man. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, you mentioned your family has this history with the Packers. But, of course, the Kansas City area has been so important for you and your family as well. So what's it been like for you both seeing the Chiefs play as well as they have over the last six years? I mean, it has have been a, a terrific kick well we were there and and i'll let Olivia finish this but we were there when they you know my, i got the job when i was 24 and that was 1985 and you know people can go back and look at the records and they were not good and things turned around when when uh, carl peterson and marty schottenheimer got there and really the success has lingered throughout all this time all these decades later what they started is still sprouting and still you know, making such a difference. And I was in that stadium when there were like 12, 13,000 people in there with Bill Grigsby and Len Dawson doing late season games. And right. I mean, people, there was no one there. Right. So to see what has happened is, is almost miraculous and that a city could embrace a team that really was kind of kicked to the side after the Dawson, Willie Lanier, Buck Buchanan years, and that, that had come and gone. Right. And the fact that they've resurrected themselves to where they are now is, is just remarkable. And I know Libby grew up seeing nothing but chief success, but I know that she has an appreciation for where they are now and live how hard it is to maintain this level of success. Well, Olivia, how hard is it for you not to be a complete homer when you're talking about uh, this game in, in, in different ways? Well, I think, you know, as a journalist, you root for storylines, and this game is chock full of them. Every Super Bowl, you know, it almost doesn't matter what two teams make it. It just becomes enticing in a new way every year. Mm. And I'm just as interested and curious about the 49ers and their lines and storylines as I am about the Chiefs. So, you know, of course I want a Kansas City win. Um, I When people ask me, you know, especially my British coworkers, and they'll say, you know, what is it? What is it like? And I say, it's amazing when a sports team wins 
what it does for the city. No kidding. And, you know, yeah. not that it's a direct correlation, but just the, the growth of Kansas City in the last five, six years and getting the World Cup games. And I always brag about our new airport and just the the draft and everything that has seemingly gone right for Kansas City in the last handful of years. You've got to think there's a Patrick Mahomes magic, a Patrick Mahomes effect. And all week I've been working on this feature for our pregame show for the Super Bowl about uh, the dynasty, right? And mm-hmm. so all week I've been talking to Brett Veach and Clark Hunt and asking, you know, what do you think quantifies a dynasty? And there's no doubt everyone thinks, regardless of sport, you get that third win in a short amount of time. That's when you have a dynasty. So I think after Sunday, if the Chiefs get the win, then we're really in you know, elite, elite ground. Yeah. I think you make such a great point because you can't help but wonder, would there be World Cups in Kansas City if not for Patrick Mahomes? I think a lot of people would say the answer to that is probably no. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, And not to mention the interesting soccer angle with his wife, Brittany, and the current. And, you know, it's, it's just bringing sport more on the forefront of Kansas City. Kevin, how difficult is it for you on the radio not to be a complete homer when you're talking about this game? Well, I'm selfish. I, I'm rooting for a good broadcast. And so <laughs> I just I, I just I just want I want to make sure that I've got my my things all set and I'm buckled in and ready to call whether it's a Niner win or a Chiefs win. Clearly it would be more fun if it was a Chiefs win being a Kansas Cityan and with our daughter on the sideline. But at the same time uh, like it with CBS on Sundays, I'm I'm rooting for just a good broadcast, uh, selfishly for me and my crew. And and I work with Kurt Warner, who has been you a bet. Super Bowl champion himself, and and we know him well in the Midwest with the Rams and what he did and his incredible story and the movie made about him and that story. Um, but but no, at the end of the day, it, it's uh, I'm a little bit selfish with that kind of thing. But clearly, deep down in my heart, uh, what a way is is Livy just so put it you know put it so well about about what it means to this city and, and just continuing the legacy and by the way he's only 28 Mahomes is just he's 28 he's only at halftime of his career he's got a long way to go and the and the coach is only in his mid-60s he's got a long way to go too so uh it's pretty exciting to know what what is on the horizon as well well let's hope so and so before I lose the two of you how do you both see this game shaking out I mean Olivia what prediction do you have heading into it you know, I think you look at the two ways that these teams got here and they're starkly different. The Chiefs were sputtering. They were inconsistent. You know, people had kind of said, ah, oh, it's just not their season. It's Mahomes' worst season. It's Kelsey's worst season. They're distracted, right? You know, they came into the season as a favorite, but no one was saying that week eight, week nine. Um, so the fact that they got here still is all about playoff pat. So I think they are so unstoppable at this point. I don't see anyone slowing them down. Huh. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Um, right now, the point total set at 47.5, so that's what people here in the desert certainly think. And I, I just think it'll be a you know two-point Kansas City win. Uh, we get that third Super Bowl. We <laughs> that third <laughs> Super Bowl in Kansas City, and um, you know put put Mahomes' name in the rafters, and he's in rare air. There you go. Kevin, how do you see it? Well, since I'm calling it, I'm not going to lean either way. I will say that where you think there's an advantage for one team, if you look on the other side, there's a counter. And it goes both ways on offense and defense. And I I think the point spread tells it all. It's going to be close. I think it's going to be competitive. Uh, These games have usually come down to the last couple series, last couple plays, and I expect the same thing in Vegas on Sunday.
Well, that's Kevin Harlan. He'll be uh, calling his 14th consecutive Super Bowl for Westwood One Radio on Sunday. A legendary broadcaster from these parts. He was joined by his daughter, Olivia Harlan Decker. She works for Sky Sports and Westwood One Radio's uh, ongoing NFL coverage. And hey, listen, congratulations on making history. The first father-daughter duo in history to both be members of the media at a Super Bowl. Good luck on Sunday, guys. Thanks for taking some time today. It's so appreciated given how busy you guys are. Thank you, Steve. All the best. Olivia, thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Lauren Texter. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.